You're listening to episode number 406 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Always a good time. Always a good time. And trying to recall <laughs> it together, like, let's... Uh, it seems so long ago. It, yeah, it <laughs> Which like is it so funny. It was like wait, a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, realistically, yeah. It seems like so much longer than that. All right. But it was fun. Yep. It was a great time. Well, listen, we've got a lot to talk about, so let's just start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. Harry Reid International Airport has had the best capacity recovery of any airport in the world, reporting a 7% increase from June 2019's 2.6 million seats when that was the uh, highest percentage of the world's wait a minute, that that so two point million seats was the highest percentage of what I know right? I, I know what you wanted to say I'm not <laughs> sure how to say it <laughs> so so in June 2019 McCarran fuck the new name uh, was one of the world's 20 busiest airports mm-hmm. since then it's had the highest or the best capacity recovery right. at can, 7%. Can, can okay. I try? Yes. Can I try? Yeah. Can I try? <laughs> Harry Reid International Airport has had the best capacity recovery of any airport in the world, reporting a 7% increase from June 2019's 2.6 million seats when that was the highest percentage of the world's 20th busiest airports. Mark got that from the LV... RJ. Oh, he crushed that. But he did. But but the problem is, two point six million seats isn't a percentage of the world's busiest airports. Well, no, no, no. I think what Mark was saying was they've seen a seven point right seven percent increase, increase from June twenty nineteen's two point right. six million. Right. So whatever seven percent of two point six million is is what we're dealing with in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I know. But he was also kind of referring back to. When you know that, meaning the two point six million dollars seats, yeah. was the highest of the world's twenty yeah. busiest. I, this, wow, this guy. I, this, I don't mean this disrespectfully. I don't know where you two are confused. This makes complete and utter sense to the drunk okay. guy. That should concern everybody. <laughs> then, then we'll just let it go. We'll let it go. 
it, Good enough. Again, number one, McCarran. Number two, not surprised <laughs> that it's the, the, the fastest or the, the highest uh, recovery. Which is awesome. Which is Vegas. awesome. I'm I'm thrilled for Vegas. I, I don't know what the next 18 months is going to look like for your fine city with uh, <laughs> whatever economic doldrums may be coming down the pipeline. So for God's sake, 7% increase on top of, you know, on a 2.6 million capacity from 2019. I'm thrilled for you guys. Just start reaping it all in. And then maybe uh, maybe hang on to it for a few dollars because uh, you're going to need it. All right. Let's move on to Twit Pick of the Week. It's a view I'm thrilled I was able to have at 360 Vegas Vacation 11 before we lose the iconic property that started the greatest revolution in Las Vegas gaming. Virtually everything we have in Vegas today is thanks, in some part, to the Mirage. I'm sure people who love the sands feel the same way I feel about losing the Mirage, specifically that volcano. And while a guitar hotel does sound cool, it doesn't add any only in Vegas attractions. The more the market continues to gentrify itself, the less special a place Las Vegas will become. Despite still drawing crowds whenever she goes off, some say this icon's time has come. Doesn't matter if we agree or disagree on that, but the fact of the matter is we are going to lose her. Sadly, even the Neon Museum can't save this icon. So much like we love one of the terminal diagnoses. So much fuck? like a loved one. I, 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 I give up. No, you're, you're almost there. Right. So much like a loved one. There you go. With a terminal diagnosis, it's time to enjoy the Mirage as much as you can before she's erased from the famous Las Vegas Strip. So, so now I'm worried that since you're not drinking, you're not going to be able to read any of this. <laughs> my, my not drinking certainly got a shout out, didn't it? At the uh, cocktail event. Oh, yes, it did. Yes, it did. That's awesome. No, this is this is a great uh, this is a great write up, Mark. I, I, I what a, the I think the sentence that hits me in all of the special places. That sounds dirtier than I meant it to be. Uh, and, you know, where it hits me in the heart the most is where you say, I'm sure people who love the sands felt the way I feel about losing the Mirage. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, I said this during 360 Vegas Vacation 11, which was to say, you know, I don't know Las Vegas without the Mirage. Right. The, yeah. the Vegas I know is based upon Again, virtually everything we have in Vegas today is thanks in some part to the Mirage. More truthful words could not be written, Mark. We know these grandiose, beautiful, like I remember, I miss, you know, I miss most uh, of the, say, early 2000s where all of those Discovery Channel documentaries about Las Vegas. It seemed like nary right. could a week go by where Anthony Curtis and, and Oscar Goodman weren't being interviewed for some sort of documentary about uh, Las Vegas. And when you think about the Luxor and, and, and the thing about the, the, the documentaries, it would say, depending on whether you want to be in Luxor, Egypt or Paris, France, <laughs> Maybe you're interested in hitting the South Seas of Mandalay Bay, right? Like, they, like that's how they kind of played it up. But, oh, yeah. but it's so true. And I just, what a wonderful ode to the Mirage with your Twit Pick of the Week uh, picture and write-up. Thank you. And I, I have to give a kind of a reference back to that, which I'm super excited about. Um, there's a show on the History Channel that we've watched before called The Men That Built America, right? And it goes through all these 
innovative men and all this kind of crap. Well, they have a new show um, called The Booze, Bets, and Sex That Built America. And there's only two episodes out now. I think the third episode comes out on Sunday. And the third episode is supposed to focus on, on vice, and I mean, on bets. And Vegas is supposed to make an appearance in that one finally. Mm. But even the first two episodes, there's a, a huge um, section focused on uh, Jack Daniels and the founder of that and how it got started. And um, I, I really, especially Tony, given your Vice Lounge uh, mm, background sure. and what you're interested in, this pretty much covers all three of those. So uh, I would highly recommend that series, even just based on two episodes. But, you know, looking forward to the third one coming out, which I think is going to be focused on Vegas. So oh, yeah. had to I add that in that. from a history standpoint. And for you, uh, Mark and Karen, I think on tonight's 2020, and I'm only saying that because I, I may get it early due to Hulu, but I think you guys have a subscription to Hulu as well. 2020 is doing an hour-long uh, episode to Elvis Presley and the new Elvis Presley movie I that's actually, coming out. I saw that the other night. It was on a couple nights ago. <laughs> My, uh, maybe that's what yeah. it is. I, I thought 2020 was on on Fridays, but yeah, if, if you, if for anybody, anybody that's got uh, Hulu, you would be well advised to catch the most recent 2020 on uh, Elvis. It's I'm about nah, two thirds of the way through it. Just so, so amazing. And I, I got to credit Mark and Karen for uh, introducing me to Elvis. Like I knew <laughs> of him, but I didn't know Elvis until I got to spend two trips down in, in Memphis with Mark and Karen while you guys were still down there. And then it really means a lot to, watch these home movies of yeah. Elvis and, and they're interviewing, they interview uh, Priscilla Presley. They interview Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie Presley. Yep. They interview the, the hot ass uh, granddaughter who are, that that's my next wife. That'd be awesome. I married <laughs> Elvis Presley's granddaughter. I'm a dirty old man. Well, I'm sure All a right. lot of people think that. I mean, they, they were going after his daughter. So, you know, yeah. his granddaughter, yeah. it's going to continue She's, for a while. But yeah. She is not hard on the eyes, let's say. Okay, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, let's get into the news. I can't wait to talk about this, gang. Let's do a 360 Vegas Vacation 11 trip report. So it kicks off with uh, Friday because my parents had come in town. They did. And we knew that uh, other people were going to be coming in at different times. And we wanted to make sure that we, you know, spent time with with everyone, that we weren't going to hide over by my parents. I don't know. I don't know why I'm thinking we would have been... Yeah, I don't know why you were thinking we were going to hide by your parents. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened, but um, very definitely wanted to get them in. They were excited to come into town, so that yeah, they flew in on Friday. You gave me all kinds of shit because I didn't go with you to the airport to pick them up. Yes. Um, which is funny because I forget what it was. You're like, oh, you'll leave 15 minutes to go, oh, have dinner with Alistair, but you won't leave early to go get my parents. And I was like, well, hold <laughs> on a second. So uh, Alistair's like leaving 15 <laughs> minutes early. Like getting your parents would have been 45 minutes or more. And it just, it was the last day when they were coming in, it was the last day before vacation. And I yeah. had like, I had so much shit that I was working through getting done yeah. that I just couldn't go. Um, but you made it, you, you managed to pick them up even though you were late getting there because somebody fell asleep. It's just funny. I swear <laughs> I set an alarm. This is where Surrey finally fucks me. <laughs> <laughs> but now he got there and, and, and got mom and dad picked up and, and got him home and, yeah, so we had the first night here getting them settled and everything else. And 
I don't know what else we're going to say about that. It, it worked out really well. <laughs> yes. Uh, what, uh, what about you? When did you get in, Tony? Saturday. All right. So I didn't get in until Saturday. So why don't I go ahead and let you, uh, let you talk about what you guys do, and then I'll, I'll just kind of fill in where, where, I, where I can. So we, uh, we ended up checking into the Golden Nugget and the D. I had oh. a comp room. What? I forgot a whole thing about what Friday was. What? Prepping for the cocktail event. Oh, that's right. So oh, shit. Yeah. many lemons and limes. Oh my God. <laughs> I awesome. literally, my That's arms awesome. were hurting, just juicing and juicing and juicing. And I hadn't done anything. Like I literally, cause I was working, I was again, trying to get as much work shit wrapped up so I could actually take, you know, three days off, which I got so much shit at work for trying to do that. Um, but no, that night. Three so yeah, days. your mom and dad came in and I'm, I'm just sitting there with a juicer like, Hey, how you doing? Good. All right. Awesome. Just going to sit here. Keep juicing. Squeeze, <laughs> squeeze, squeeze, oh. squeeze. And then I remember, I think I was texting you that night, Tony, right? Cause I was like, is this drink supposed to be super boozy? And you're like, well, no, a little boozy, mostly sweet. And I'm like, yeah, not sure that's what this is. Um, ironically, that was the one drink that you were like, oh no, it's perfect. I'm like, all right, well. Yeah, no, it was, that was so. wonderful. I, and, and we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yes, it was, it was amazing, Karen. And I, it, it was fun. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. So Saturday, <laughs> did we do anything in the morning before we checked in? Uh, we just killed time. I, I was doing laundry and we were packing and tying up loose ends, finishing prep, taking the dog to the border, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Got your dad started on a home project. Right. That's right. Um, that's the, uh, <laughs> The room we're trying to turn into a Vegas hotel room from the 50s, which is, it's really, honestly, it's its our own playful take it's, on it. I'm pretty sure yeah. we don't uh, architecturally. No, it's its not not going to look like that, but it's very much going to be styled in an art deco kind of style. Yeah, yeah. But we got a... Um, but you're still getting a flat screen TV. <laughs> we, we, we bought a Murphy bed. Yeah. Um, and when they delivered it, about three days before your parents got here. Because number one, we didn't think it was going to go. Well, I thought your parents were going to be sleeping on, on a mattress on the yeah, floor, which yeah. they did for the first night because the bed came in four very large boxes yeah, that just boxes. took up our living room. And your dad is a very handy. Yeah. I mean, he and he loves a honey-do list, believe yeah. it or not. So him coming here, he's like, yeah, what do you need done? Give me a list. Let me do that. And we had a... The, the big one was putting this Murphy bed together, which took... A little bit longer than we anticipated. Um, Didn't we have to break it up? We we had like just the work they did on Friday, and then we wouldn't be back until Wednesday. Well, they yeah. Well, yeah. They they did worked on it. No, we worked on it on Saturday. Um, He didn't. So they got in on Friday. Friday He worked worked on it on Saturday until we left to go get checked in, Mm -hmm. and then we got back on Wednesday. Uh, He was it Wednesday. He got back to it or Thursday. I don't know, but he, he got back to it later then and got it all together, and it's beautiful. And Tony, next time you and the missus come out, you'll see it's classy. Fabulous. Um, we're finally getting close to being on the same page for art. So yeah, we're getting close. That's exciting. But yeah, so that was that was Saturday morning. It was just kind of running around getting stuff together. I remember being very stressed. Really? Oh, yes. I, I was just like, all right, what am I, what am I for, I'm forgetting something. Well, because again. See what you're doing to her, Tony? See what you're doing? <laughs> You're it, doing, the cocktail event was a big part of it because I'm like, I know I'm forgetting something. There's something I'm missing. Something's not going to be there. How are we going to do? Like, and even planning the logistics for the whole thing was like in my head. But we got that done. We went, you know, loaded up the parents, went down. Uh, we checked into 
Well, <laughs> uh, we tried to check into the Golden Nugget, which was a bit of an issue. I can't remember why. Because they uh, apparently tried to charge our credit card and got declined, so they canceled our reservation. Oh, that's right. Too, because uh, the D said the same thing. Or they something. did. So I don't know what happened with the, that credit card. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so we're standing in line at the Golden Nugget, and God bless the woman behind the counter whose name I don't remember but she was like hold on let me see if because she could see it all she could see that you know you'd book the reservation they try to charge the credit card it was declined so the reservation was canceled which we got no notice of nope and so she's like well hold on let me see what I can do worst case scenario um, you know we can get to the room but it's going to cost you double what we had the reservation for yeah. at which point I'm, I'm on my phone like all right do we stay at Circa? How much does that cost us? Mm-hmm. And I, I did find out we could have done the two nights at Circa for less than what it would, what it would have cost us at Golden Nugget. And at that right, point, but, I was like, fine. This Golden Golden Nugget was just really a, a tick on on right. the sheet. Of well, but that's the thing. If it wasn't going to work out, I wasn't going to spend the extra money when we could pay like two thirds of that and stay at Circa. I'd be like, we'll, we'll try the golden nugget again some other time. We'll come back to this. I say that the, uh, the, the gold haze, everything seems to have is pretty. I, I, I'm not a fan of that property casino. I don't know. Well, it's warm because they have the pool in the middle. So all that heat radiates (laughs) out, which makes it much warmer than most casinos. So that I liked, didn't like the room. So anyway, long story short, they were able to reinstate the reservation, so we got it for what we had originally booked it for, mm-hmm. which was half of what they were going to charge us. So that was good. Um, but then again, ran into the same problem at the D. At the D, yeah. Although the funny thing was, because I, uh, once we got the room keys, I'm like, look, you go check your parents in. I'll take you know the bag up to the room. I'll meet you over the D. So I get over the D, and I'm looking, looking at the check-in line, and I'm not seeing you. So I'm texting him, like, where are you? And I'm like, well, I'm at the VIP check-in. I'm like, wait, what? How did that happen? <laughs> yeah, they just found us. They're like, oh, you look like you've been waiting a long time. So it wasn't actually a VIP thing. No, I thought it might like, have been. I was like, oh, is this one of those things where they just, for no apparent reason, somebody gets some awesome stuff just for coming to the place? No, I was just checking in. Yeah, just checking in. But we got them checked in. And again, the same thing happened. Although the D had the reservation they didn't, you know, they, they said, oh, we tried to charge the card as well. It didn't go right. through, uh, but they didn't cancel the reservation, so it wasn't as much of a headache there. So, yeah, yeah that was our fun drama trying to get everybody checked yeah. in. Which is pretty pretty tame for the, the shenanigans we sometimes uh, find ourselves in. Not, not when it comes to checking into hotel rooms. Checking yeah, into the hotel rooms is normally easy. Yeah. Yeah, well, not at Flamingo. <laughs> well, but that's, that's we'll get up. to that. Yeah. Tony, how was your Saturday? So my Saturday was 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 good. Um, I think I arrived sometime right around the 1.30 p.m. local time marker. Uh, I, I do have to concede, I almost never do carry-on. I almost am exclusively a, a chucked luggage fellow. Uh, part of that is because when I travel with my wife, we'll throw everything into one big um, um, suitcase. I, I like not having to carry stuff around with me through the airport through the Delta lounge shit like that. But with this, because it was just me um, and I effectively was bringing just a couple pairs of shorts and my, you know, uniform that uh, that is the 360 Vegas shirts. Fabulous shirts. Exactly. Everything could fit into a a carry on um, uh, luggage bag. So, so that's what I had, but I totally 
newbied it and walked all the way to the uh, 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 um, baggage claim area carrying my carry-on and then i'm like oh fuck i don't need to be here no you can stay on the second funniest thing i'm like i i've never i've never come into vegas and not needed to hit up the uh the carousels before so so i got i I went to the d now i I can tell you um i beat you guys to i I, if i had to bet a dollar to a donut i would imagine that i was probably checking into the d right about the same time you guys were screwing around with uh the whole golden gate fiasco I can tell you, Mark and Karen, that uh, I also got hand-selected by someone from VIP from the line. Um, And I also thought, obviously, somebody saw the 360 Vegas shirt when I walked in (laughs) and radioed it. Nope. This woman was so brand new, it would have been faster for me to have just stayed in the damn check-in line. Oops. She had no idea what she was doing. It was... It was it was painful. It was it was one of the, you know, I'm going to put the air quotes worst, one of the worst check in experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, they had two people work in the um, the, the, the front desk right. check in. Yeah. One guy, I think, was either had a really super needy checking in customer mm. or he was just way too fucking like chatty mcchatterson with these people like i expect this shit to be like give me your credit card give me your id swipey swipey here's your keys yeah go on get the fuck out of here right like that's how it should be that is not how this guy operated fortunately the other guy was a little bit you know a little quicker but when i got when i was up next to get checked in and the vip gal came in and grabbed me and took me to the vip office i'm like well this can't be bad it was bad um (laughs) so i got i dumped my shit uh in my room and uh, hightailed it straight to El Cortez Speakeasy Barbershop for a straight razor shave. And I got to say, it did <laughs> not disappoint. It your, was it was stellar. Absolutely stellar. Your face was glowing afterwards. And I was I, good. I, I wanted to just like pat your little cheeks, but I knew you're not supposed to do that. However, my mother-in-law didn't apparently <laughs> know the rules and went ahead and just patted you on the cheeks. My, like, wait... Mama Mark did, and it was quite all right because if anybody can go ahead and uh, and, and put you know their their oily hands on my freshly shaved, so and, and that's not a dig against Mama Mark. Uh, one of the things that the the um, barbers will tell you is once you get your face shaved, don't touch your face for like an hour, hour and a half, allowing your um your pores to to reclose what, because they're just open from having you know a straight razor ripped across your face, they're very open. They're very susceptible to, to um, infection. And, and by infection, I mean the oils and, and dirt from our hands and whatnot. Um, and so I had made just a passing comment about it. And Mama Mark said, no, I want to touch that smooth face. And I'm I like, know. all right, I Mama Mark. I was so can. mad. I gave yeah. her so much. I'm like, what are you doing? We that's, just said you're not supposed to do this. That's silly. That's, that's silly. I didn't mind at all. I did. didn't mind at all. But, but that being said, I, I, as soon as I, matter of fact, what was kind of cool is when I was done with my shave, you guys had already sent me a text message, Karen, you specifically saying, Hey, we, we are at Circa. We're sitting at mega bar. Come find us. So it was awesome. I literally beelined it straight from Elko to Circa to the mega bar where I got to connect up with you guys, got to meet both Ma and Pa Mark, which was amazing. (laughs) Okay, my Uh, my best part of this whole thing, though, was after we did the intro, we did all this kind of stuff, and a little while later, Tony's like, 
I don't remember his parents' names. And I'm like, well, his dad's name is Mark. <laughs> Which to me was just like the kind of the dumb moment. And Tony's like, oh, really? Okay. Well, that one's easy. I don't think of Mark as a junior, I guess, is, is part of where it comes from. I know, actually, and in my phone, I have Mark, full last name, junior. Mm-hmm. But I assume it got pulled from our contact information, yeah, Facebook. Some, somehow yeah. that I would never have typed Jr. <laughs> in after your last name. But it was, it was just We've funny because I know for years and I still yeah. can't pronounce your last name. Oh, nobody can. Yeah. Don't worry about you it. You couldn't pay me a thousand dollars right this second to pronounce your last name. Even if you put your name in front of me spelled phonetically. I bet. <laughs> so, hold on. I bet if I sent it to you phonetically, you could. Yeah. So cause mm. when, once you, you spell yeah, it out maybe. phonetically, it's, it's much easier. Um, but yeah, no, that oh, just God. cracked me up because you're like, I don't remember his parents' name. And I'm like, yes, hey, yes. well, dad's easy. I'm not yeah, going exactly. to exactly. say mom's name but out of respect, you, but yeah. Once you told me that, though, Karen, what do they always say? You never, you never repeat a mistake that you've previously made if you learn why that mistake was wrong the first time through. And the minute you're like, dude, this is Mark <laughs> Jr., his dad's name would then be Mark Senior, right? I'm like, boom, got it. <laughs> Plus, is, it was awesome to not have to actually memorize a new name. <laughs> we've met a lot right? of people. Although, in fairness, he doesn't look anything like his dad. So, if you're looking at a physical similarity, there was none there. Like that's true. It wasn't that's like you true. could look at one. And I, I know I've said this on the phone uh, or on the phone on the show before. Um, you know, I married a Mark, who is a junior. So, my father-in-law's name is Mark. My dad's name is Mark. Um, I used to work for a Mark. Like I have had way too many Marks in my life. Uh, and it was, it was actually something that Someone's I, I got daddy issues. <laughs> no, no, that I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, res- oh, I couldn't I- resist, especially because, you know, what I know about your father from what you've told us <laughs> couldn't be any more different. No, couldn't be any more different at all. Um, but it's also a weird thing. I think I've said this before within our family. So obviously I married a Mark and my dad's name was Mark. My younger brother married a girl with the same last name, so she didn't even have to change her last name when they got married. Oh, wow. And yeah. then my such older brother... Out. Huh? It's such a cop-out. She should have done both of them with a hyphen. <laughs> oh, that'd have been awesome. She should have. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and then my older brother right now, although he isn't officially engaged, I don't know why, but he's been dating a girl for years whose name is Karen. Um, oh so God. yeah, so it is weird. It, like add, add, adding that one to the pile was like, okay, now all three kids have done it. Now, yeah. it's, now it's a little weird. Now it's a little weird. That's amazing. How <laughs> fun. And then finally, uh, at least the, for my notes, uh, we went to Esther's kitchen, which is as always just outstanding. Oh, shit. How did Saturday, I forget? Yes. I forgot. That's what we did on Saturday. Yeah. I, well, of course I would have forgot it's food. Yeah. But it was, oh. It was a lot of fun. Well, and it was it was interesting, too, because your parents are both gluten-free. Right, right. And it was one of those things where we wanted to go to Esther's Kitchen, because I know Tony loves it, Alistair loves it, Mark will eat there and likes yeah. what he gets there. Uh, I love it. And we're like, yeah, Mom and Dad can find something. <laughs> and I swear to God, they used to have a gluten-free pasta on the menu at some point. Yeah. And I asked the waiter about it when we got there, and he's like, well, we used to, but... You know, it's not very shelf stable. It, it doesn't, if it doesn't sell, they've got a turnover, so they don't offer it anymore. But we found the, I tried to get your dad to try the Carpaccio, which is the very thinly shaved raw, raw, you know, mm-hmm. meat. Yeah. And he was, and he had the same kind of, 
not not the exact same expression <laughs> you have on your face right now, but he was like, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm like, or they do have the charcuterie, you know, plate. And he's like, what's that? I'm like, cured meats and cheeses. Like, that's what it is. He was like, all right, that, that works. So he got that and mom got like the burrata salad with peaches and something else. So they were both very happy. Dad did try the sourdough bread. Yeah, yeah. Which he ate at least a whole piece, which I was kind of surprised. <laughs> um, it doesn't mean he's not going to pay for it later that night, but yeah, uh, true. he right. enjoyed it in the moment. He did. He did. And, and I, I still think he's mostly gluten-free because mom's gluten-free, but I could be wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Maybe, so, maybe he just doesn't know the science about it. He's like, hey, it just feels right. Uh, it's so it, we're it, Which is fine. I mean, hey, to each his own and anyone that has a willpower to stick to a diet like that, God bless him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so no, I for, totally forgot that's where we went. And I felt super bad because they actually sat us out on the back patio area, mm-hmm. which although there were fans and stuff, it was still a tad bit warm. And I think I one of the, the few things that, warm well, you don't recall of. it was warm, but I think one of the things Tony asked me is like, just please let us sit inside. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. No <laughs> yeah. problem. And then they go to <laughs> sit us outside. I'm like, oh shit. I'm sorry. I literally turned to her when we were playing video poker at Mega Bar and I said, listen, <laughs> Karen, I'm going to ask for one thing. I, I'm a man of very few needs. I just respectfully ask, can we please sit inside where it'll be air conditioned? She goes, oh my God, the fact that you'd even ask me that is offensive. I, of course, would seat you guys inside. <laughs> and guess where we sat? I was, we it was, no, listen, it was a very, it was, all things considered, it was a very comfortable uh, experience, right? Like, I think what played well into it was we had some phenomenal cocktails. We yeah. had some outstanding standing uh, appetizers and, and, and main courses. I mean, as a matter of fact, it was so fun. I was texting with my wife while we were having <laughs> our meals. And I was telling my wife that, that so Tony, Karen and Alistair all ordered quasi shareable things Yes. or what we thought was going to be shareable ended up Alistair bogarted his meal, but that's fine. Alistair, that's fine. You go ahead and you just, you know, you stab us in the arm when we, when we take, a bite of it. Oh, uh, but I had ordered the, the Branzino yes. and Karen, you ordered a beet and goat uh, cheese. No, it's a beet and a, a nudie. Nudie. That's what it was. Yes. And, and I actually said to my wife, Karen's telling me she likes my Branzino more than her meal. And I'm telling Karen, I like her meal more than my Branzino. Like it was, it was just a <laughs> wonderful meal experience, it, huh. it, which is, does not surprise me. That's the second time I've eaten there in it. Again, I give it 10 out of 10 stars. It was just wonderful. Nice. And to the best of my recollection, kids, that was about all we really did Saturday. I, I assume we went, oh, I, you know what we did? We went back and uh, we played at the View Bar. We played video poker up at the View Bar, ran into uh, our buddy Eric. Well, that's right, Eric uh, Rosenthal. Yeah. We did. And uh, That was just the had a funniest really fun thing ever. And, and we drank were... and gambled and gambled and drank. <laughs> so it, it's funny, we were sitting there at the View Bar and all of a sudden, and I, I saw Eric, I think, come in before you guys did because I saw him at, at, we're facing the bar, he was on the left. And then they, he came around and they sat on the, on the very far right on the end. And I forget who, who was it that said, boy, that really it was looks, Mark. Yeah. He goes, Mark that looks like, like, looks like Eric Rosenthal. <laughs> and, and Tony's like, no, that's not him. And I was like, yeah, I think it might be him. And Tony all of a sudden goes, Hey, Eric Rosenthal. <laughs> Which he, you know, picked his head up and looked. It was like, Oh shit. Yeah. It's him. So <laughs> funny how that happens in Vegas. <laughs> I, it, that is that was fun, that, but yes, I remember that now. And we, God, we had such good conversation. We we solved all the world's problems at the View Bar. That we night. always do. Anytime the three of us are sitting at a video yeah. poker thing, we manage to, 
you know, yeah, just fix really everything. If only people would listen to us or, or we'd I, exactly. record it, could right. play it back. Right. It'd be amazing. But, uh, <laughs> but then I ended up saying goodnight to you guys because by the time I think I said goodnight to you guys, it was right around the 1030 local time marker, which would have been about one uh, thirty my time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd had a full, I, like I'd, I'd had a full Michigan day that day. So you guys very graciously let me uh, uh, head off to bed. How, well, you, how much longer did you guys uh, end up hanging out at the view bar? Do you recall? Not much longer. Yeah. And honestly, you lasted more than most because if you recall, because um, Alistair went to dinner with us and he's like, hey, I'm just going to go up and take a, a short little nap short and I'll be back down. Lost him. <laughs> Never came back down. Um, Mark's right. parents, uh, you know, kind of crashed out pretty quickly. And then, yeah, once you went to bed, I don't think we were too much longer after that. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, we're on vacation, so what's Mark's view on going to bed early in Vegas has changed dramatically, which I love. Um, <laughs> but he was like, yeah, all right, let's go. I mean, I don't think we were having any luck particularly. No, this is the worst uh, gambling trip I've ever had. Yeah, you, you did not have good, no, was, good luck this time. I feel like I had a day or two here and there, but yeah. So, no, we, we crashed pretty early after that. Nice. All right, so then we roll into Sunday, the first technically real day of, of Vegas vacation 11. Uh, you and I, Mark, we had the same sort of experience, although somebody was on Michigan time still and somebody else was living his uh, Vegas time. Talk about that. Yeah. So as, as we're going to, um, uh, we meaning you and Alistair. Yes. Okay. Uh, to, Cause not me. I was still in bed. We were texting <laughs> each other as to where we're at. And we, I don't, we almost walked past each other. I don't know how we did it, but, um, yeah, they, they, uh, yeah, that's all I can remember. But wait, so, no, but you and okay, Alistair so. went to breakfast at, oh, Nacho Daddy. Right. Sorry. So <laughs> I can fill in a little bit here. Out about uh, nacho- I, per the usual, you know, when, I mean, and I, I do, I mean, I mean this sincerely. One of the perks about being an East coast individual is when, I'm wide awake at, let's just say, 7 a.m. Vegas time. Realistically, that's 10 o'clock my time. So I got up. I got showered. I, you know, I just kind of lounged around. I, I stayed at the D for, for uh, Saturday and Sunday night. Took it easy. And then I eventually made my way to Nacho Daddy, where I was almost the only person. I think there were two other people <laughs> uh, in Nacho Daddy when I walked in. And they open up at, I believe, 8 o'clock local time. So I walked in there around about the... 805, 8, 10 a.m. marker, mm-hmm. somewhere right around there. Uh, and I and I had a wonderful breakfast. I had a very uh, attentive bartender. Yes, I forgot about and, that guy. Um, and I had a, a great breakfast. This 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 young lady who was clearly clearly a I, I'm not going to say she was a prostitute, but I'm going to say she was certainly uh, a heroin addict. Oh, Jesus. she comes in. Wow. She she was. A hundred pounds soaking wet, you know, wearing her wearing her her dirty ass clothes, and she comes in and she walks up to the bar, and she's just you know she's she's three spots down from where I'm sitting, and she says to the bartender, "Can I use your restroom?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear how this plays." Right. <laughs> and the bartender, being the remarkably kind human that he is, he said, "Well, you know." Technically, the restrooms are for uh, paying patrons only. And she goes, oh, and he goes, but listen, I'll tell you what. 
if you and this is this is what damn near made me fall out of my chair as I'm eating my breakfast. Of course, to be very clear, I'm head straight down into my breakfast burrito, right? <laughs> like if shit goes wrong, <laughs> I'm not making eye contact with anybody. I don't want to see the, the the death life pass out of their eyes. But I like I'm eating my little uh, I'm eating my breakfast burrito. And he goes, if you promise not to go in there to throw up. Absolutely. You can go ahead and use the restroom. She goes, oh, no, 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 I don't. I don't, No, no, I don't need to. Eat. I, I don't need to throw up. 20 minutes later, I'm paying my tab and she still hasn't left that bathroom. Oh, no. I'm like, dude, she's not in there to throw up. She's there to shoot up. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. That's even more. That was so. So that was a that was a fun little experience. But Nacho Daddy never disappoints. So I'm at um, I'm at the D and I am playing video poker at. No, 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 no. I know what it was. I'm out. I'm walking. I'm walking the. Uh, I went down back to uh, to Golden Gate. I go down to, or excuse me, Golden Nugget, and I'm playing some video poker. And I'm like, eh, I'm kind of tired here, so I'm heading back from uh, Golden Nugget to the D. And that's when I run into you and Alistair. You guys had just finished up having breakfast at uh, where Nacho Daddy. Oh, Nacho Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> where are we talking? About? We should probably move on. I belabor that that call, but yeah, guys, we had to have we literally had to have missed each other by by moments. If, no doubt, you guys were walking from one direction, right? Like as I'm walking out and I turn to the right, you guys were coming at Nacho Daddy from the left. I mean, like that's just how, because there's no way for a short amount of time as I was playing uh, video poker at, at, at Golden Gate, texting with you that you were at Nacho Daddy having breakfast. <laughs> It was it was just it was that was one of those fun sort of like uh, if you could watch it from from two different angles and of the same episode of a, of a, of a sitcom. That's right. what happened. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, the next thing that ended up happening, we we decided that we still wanted to play some more video poker, but we were kind of view wasn't really feeling it. So we did the uh, Bar Canada at the D and Alistair ended up winning uh, like almost a thousand dollars from playing Ultimate X. Which now Which was just, the game that I wanted to play the night before. Yeah. And if you remember the night before, I actually did really well. I'm, I yes, like tripled my money and went back down to what I put in. And then I doubled my money and I, I walked away with with more than what I started with. So, mm-hmm. but no, I had the jonesing the night before to play Ultimate X. And yeah, when, when uh, I, I got a text from you, I'm like, holy shit, Alistair just hit a grand. I'm like, what the hell? No. Good for him. That's, that's yeah. the game where I'm starting to get a little more reckless with uh, my minimum bets. I, that one's tough because yeah, even if you're playing, because I think I was playing dimes and it was you know three bets a spin, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, but if you get the multiplier and then get a decent hand after that, it pays off really quickly. You said three bet three bets a spin. I think you meant to say three bucks a spin. Oh yeah, I, sorry, I did. No, that's okay. That's okay. Thank you're you. right. Thank no, you. Tony it is for... a little bit of a pricey game to play, but damn, if you get dealt something, yeah, Oof, you're yeah, big time. Yeah, all of a sudden you're not just back at even. You're well, you're well ahead, you have right? Get, and so that is the if you, you get dealt something and then so then you have yeah. the multiplier, right? But then the next yeah. hand is when you need something. Yeah, because yeah. when you have the multiplier and then and I think that's what one of mine was. Like I had like a ten times and then hit a four of a kind or something like that, and I was like, whoa! Yeah, 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 absolutely. So then I don't know what really I remember. Actually, no, I remember that day we decided we needed food. I, was, I figured there was food coming next. Yeah. So we, we did. We went down and uh, ate at Eureka. Yes. I love Eureka, which we all needed very much. Oh, uh, had so a few good. more yummy cocktails there. 
And then the four of us, I think, pretty much all decided we needed a little nap before the meet up at Vegas Vicky's. Did we really? We did. We went back to the room. All, all of us had a nap. Okay. <laughs> Some of us longer than one, others. One of us had a nap longer than the others. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so we went back to the room, had a little, you know, little lay down nap kind of thing. And then um, went on to Vegas Vicky's. Yep. That is always a good time. Every time we, like, I, I'm, I don't like doing the same stuff over and over again, but it's just like it, she instantly became a classic. Well, and so here, here's the weird thing. And this is maybe going to sound weird to folks. I always get nervous going into the, the meetup on the first night because you get fired up. I, I, I don't know. You know, you don't know how many people are going to come. Like it, you, you want it to be a fun time. You know, there's going to be old friends, which you're looking forward to. You know, there's going to be new people and just that whole that like initial going into it, because it's like the kickoff event for the three days, which to me is a little, you know, my, my nerves are a little on edge. Like once I'm there, it's fine. Yeah. But like going into it, I'm always a little bit just hmm. kind of it's fascinating. Up. Yeah. It's interesting that that's your, your philosophy. I, I, I think that if I if you'll allow me to I apologize, I kind of stepped all over you, Karen. Please continue. No, no, it's, it's, okay. I was going to say, I don't know if it's a philosophy, it's more of an emotional reaction. And I don't know that we can really hear what your thoughts on this are, Tony, because, you know, somebody didn't show up until quite a while after. But, uh, oh, that's fucking right. All I right. forgot about I'll that. I'll rip the band aid off. I'll go ahead and address <laughs> it. I showed up an hour late and a half. So, everybody, no, it was not an hour and a half late. I can even look at my phone. You guys were calling. Well, by the time I actually got there yeah. from the Dita circuit, yeah. might, yeah. might have been an hour and 15 minutes. No, but no, no, no. Because we, we were 10 to 15 minutes being fashionably late to our own event. Yeah, to our event. You were at least where, an hour and 15 minutes. you then had to go all us. Adele bullshit. And so, <laughs> so, the more Madonna. So, here's the deal Madonna. for the folks that, that are at least, like, what are At least Madonna about? actually showed up. Adele just we, didn't. Right. So, we, we, we can't call him Adele. We'll call him Madonna. Gotcha. Going to push through here. <laughs> uh, I set my alarm. And I set my alarm for the time that was appropriate because the the understanding was I would come down to Golden Nugget where you you two were, yep. and I would meet up with you two, and then the three of us would then uh, go to Vegas Vicky's together. Yep. And so I set that my was alarm, the plan. and I that alarm went off. I mean, I think that this is indicative of what a wonderful time I'd been having prior to uh, <laughs> Vegas Vicky's because Again. I woke up and I went. Mm, that's my alarm going off. Turned it off, rolled right the fuck back what over, and dick. went back to sleep. This, this is where Tony inconsiderate see, prick. Well, no, th- this is where you can learn that Tony is not a Vegas resident because a Vegas resident learns how to pace themselves. Tony does not. Yeah, we're pros here, bro. We, we know how to do this, and, and no, and it wasn't just. So the funny thing was, we're, we're supposed to meet at the bar at Golden Nugget at like five o'clock. So we get there, and like five after. Or as soon as we get to the bar, I'm like, hey, we're sitting at the bar, whatever. Heard nothing from Tony. So th- then I did the really quick text, like, Tony, 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 like trying to get his I phone know, to buzz to, play, to get him to pay jokes, attention. Do, do all kind of things that right? you're missing. Nothing there. So then I called him. Got his voicemail. Left a message. Called him again. I called him four times. I swear I called him at some point because I said, no, you didn't. If he yeah. saw me call, no, he'd be freaking he out. Did. It, oh, and did he did. For what? For some unknown reason. Uh, no offense, Karen. For some unknown, and I mean that's sincerely no offense. I My phone was I, on vibrate. Yeah. So uh-huh. 
the texts didn't really do anything. The vibrating of the phone calls didn't really do anything. But apparently the extra hour of sleep that I got was just enough to bring my my proverbial battery out of the, you know, red and back into the yellow area where it I, it resonated with me. And I woke up and I saw that it was Mark calling me. And I mean, um, immediately I knew what had happened. I oh, answered, yeah, I go, you called him. Yeah, thank you for calling me. I'm on my way. That's right. You and called like, him from Vegas Vickies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, like, yeah. Okay. No, 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 that's what it was. You? Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's. Oh, no, I'm on my way. Thanks, dude. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So I showed up. I showed up late, of course. That could not have been just, you know, like, oh, hey, Tony's here. Oh, no. 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 There he is. Hey, and I think you got a round of applause when you finally walked I in. Did. I did. Yes. <laughs> more, more in the mocking way, like when a waitress drops an entire tray of food. Right. Not, not in the yay. We're glad he's here. But no, that was that was a wonderful time. And I think what I think what makes Vegas Vicky's such a really receptive location for these, for, especially for the first meetup, right? Where like nobody really knows any. Well, I, let me scratch that. Where the newbies. Because because once you show up to Vegas Vicky's, you're going to show up to most of the other things if you continue to come to the other events. Right. Right. So Vegas Vicky's is where you're going to be thrown in, proverbially thrown into the deep end of, <laughs> of the pool to meet yeah. all these folks <laughs> that you may not know. Um, I think it works out well because. Number one, they always are appropriately staffed. God love Dave, uh, Derek Stevens and 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 Circa. Vegas Vicky's is always appropriately staffed, even when we don't tell them that we're going to show right. up with, you know, however many people. So that's number one. And number two, though, is it it's such a nicely um, well apportioned area, which is just a, a fancy way of saying it. It's so spread out. Everybody can kind of stand and be comfortable. You're not you're not elbow to elbow. You've got some some moving room and you're able to bounce from one little group of people to the next group of people to be able to go along and say hello to folks. And I, and I got to say, thank you to Ed and Tim and Rob and all of the people that bought booze for us. I mean, I was a hundred percent sober walking into Vegas Vicky's. I was not a hundred percent sober no. walking out of Vegas Vicky's because of the <laughs> incredible generosity of, of our, our, our dear listeners. So I thank do, you I do, to I do anybody think, that bought me a drink. I know it, it will be impossible to list everybody because there were many that did and many who it's a little blurry at this point because yes, there, there, there were a lot of cocktails. I do recall at one point saying, I just want a water and I got one, which was good. Um, but it, yeah, it was really weird. I remember there's a picture of the three of us standing because there's like the, there's like a little at the back of Vegas Vicky's by the check-in there's like a little seating area, right? And then there's a little wall and then there's a bar in front of it. And there's just enough room for people to stand in between the wall and the bar. And somehow the three of us sort of meandered our way in there. And the three of us were all sort of like lined up and, and I, somebody posted a, a picture or said something on Twitter. Like, I feel like there needs to be like photos and, and people like, si you know, you guys should be like signing autographs <laughs> as people are going down, which was a very weird thing, but it actually, like standing there worked because you could talk to people behind you. You could talk to people in front of you. Right. It was, For it was sure. just, it was a good way to make sure you didn't miss anybody. Yeah. If that's because it, it's, it's one of those things you get drawn into a conversation with somebody and you feel like, all right, I'm having a good time here, but I know there's more people I need to talk to. And it's it, that maybe that's one of the stressful things to me about that first night is making sure 
you know, you touch everybody mm-hmm. and not in an appropriate way, just in the good way, yes, right? Touch everybody and, and say hi and, you know, that kind of stuff. So it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good meetup as always. Great mix of longtime attendees, new attendees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really mm-hmm. did have a big mix. We did. We really did. So then, then we ended up going over to Plaza uh, to do some group gaming. Here, let me ask you this. Do, what do you think are more popular, uh, the uh, meetups or the group gaming? Well, so the, the meetups are easier to do. Mm. The group gaming, I think, is more fun, but it's hard to do. And I, I have to give a huge shout out to Julian from the Vegas Confessions podcast yeah. because he hooked us up. Um, with the group gaming over at Plaza. So number one, we got to do slot races, yeah. which we haven't done in a while. Yeah, we had some trouble with slot races. We we did. tried to explain several times, and people weren't really getting it. Plus, these machines weren't, they weren't really, if I understand, they weren't the old weren't, school, yeah. They weren't the I, old I, school. I think if we do it again, we should ask if we could use those slots that are, they're in that little atrium area that are across or opposite from Hash House of Go-Go. Those are the yeah, yeah. old school, real old school as in literal literal reels where you got to pull the handle on it that's that's what works the best but i i i'm going to jump in and and answer your question in a slightly different way mark i think that they're both equally important in their own respective way i think the reason why folks have such a great time doing the group gaming like the slot pull and the and, and the craps table is because they've built some, or I, I was going to say built some friendships, but just they've met everybody at Vegas Vicky's at the meetup, right? And so that's where you start to get to, you know, because I have no doubt, I can't imagine what it must be like. Think about it. If Karen is nervous, if Karen is nervous going into a meetup <laughs> and it's a 360 Vegas podcast meetup and the host is nervous, imagine how a newbie must feel yeah. not knowing Anybody. Any of these people, yeah. right? Yeah. And we've built relationships with with um, Rob and Kathy and uh, um, oh geez, I'm uh, Ryan, who is sadly not with his beautiful bride, but uh, David. And, well, he was. Um, he just wasn't there. Like he he is still right. with her. Don't be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't confuse it. Yeah, she was. She just wasn't with. Right. right. So you're walking into a group if you're brand new of not knowing any of these people and half of these people already have years of friendship built. It's, it's gotta be insanely intimidating. I love when new people will, will swallow that sort of, I'm not an extrovert like this. This is new to me and they show up. I, I hope they always feel welcome, but it's that experience and that feeling that they, that they, that they get from meeting all of these folk, which Um, I give, I give anybody that's new, I mean, you you have balls of solid steel because if you walk into this and you see, you know, Mark and Tony and I, even if you don't know our faces, usually once you hear our voices, you're like, oh, I know who that is. But if we're like knee deep in a conversation with someone, that takes a lot to kind of step up and say, excuse me, interrupt the conversation, introduce yourself. Yeah. Please keep doing that. Yeah. There's no other way because sometimes you see people sort of lingering around the side and you're like, okay. Are they part of this? And there's nothing to yes. me more presumptuous walking up to somebody and say, hey, are you here for the meetup? And they're like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, I'm not that important. You're here to have a vacation. Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> but um, I, I always, I feel, at least I kind of watch around the perimeter and look for folks that look like they're paying attention, sort of seem like yep. they want to jump in and, and to yep. try to, and Tony, you're a master at this. Like you managed to find 
I try to the sort everybody books. out, or um, not sort them out. I try to to. I don't. It's, it's easier when they're in front of you to be like going, okay, I got to make sure that I do. I hit all these. Right. But I mean, if it's somebody new that you don't recognize and you're not sure if they're there to, to join or not, <laughs> and they're kind of watching from the periphery, like getting it, like finding those folks and drawing them in and then introducing them to other people yeah, um, is, is what I feel our job is, especially that first Absolutely. night. Yeah. You know, to, I, you know what? I did that to pour a minor Matt from Maine or maybe it's minor Matt. <laughs> Maine uh, Matt. I literally, I walked up. So he was, Matt was sitting um, with uh, 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 Tim Lawson and Tim Kennedy and uh, sorry, somebody else. And, uh, uh, Bogan, I think it was. And I, and I literally, I, I'm having conversation with, with, with both Tim's and Bogan. And I literally Tim's. point to Matt and I go, is this guy with us or is he just like <laughs> in a very uncomfortable conversation right now? Unfortunately, <laughs> Matt turned and goes, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm here to, I, I'm here to, you know, it's nice to meet you. I'm, my name is Matt. But that was like, sometimes like, you just got to rip the fucking bandaid off yeah. and be like, are you here with us? Because if you are, we're awesome. so glad to have you. And if you're not, you're going to want to be a part of us. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's a very, it's a very interesting dynamic, but then going back to the original question, um, yes, there is something about being around a craps table with people that, you know, um, well, that, yeah, that's a magical experience that you have a vested interest in, yeah. even if you've just met them, but you know, you're all there for the it's, same it's reason. The, it's the best you'll ever feel losing. But we, yes. but we actually, we I was, I was impressed. We, we made lose. it all the way around the table well, I'm not. Yeah. that, you know, there at Plaza and everybody had a chance to roll. And I walked yeah. away with at least as much as I bought in for maybe a little bit more. So, I mean, nice. to me, that was, we were there for quite a bit and at least I, nobody walked away. Nobody said, all right, I'm, I'm done, which I, again, I feel bad because there's only so many people you can fit around a craps table. Right. But um, I think the folks that were able to, you know, to get there and get on it had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Well, and somebody said to me that they, uh, they're of the opinion that the plaza actually squeezed in more people at our table than is technically allowed for oh, a wow. table. My understanding is I believe it's seven people on each side of the croupier. And the croupier is the is the individual who stands in the middle right. who's got the 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 little wooden stick, stick that that He's pushes the dice man. around. Um, I, somebody made mention that that they allowed like you know uh, sixteen or eighteen people into the table to try to accommodate as oh, many of us as wow, possible. Awesome. It was Bogan that, that that shared that with me, and he said that's just that's customer service at its yeah. best right there. Yeah, and that honestly, we haven't had that since. Um, we had the the group gaming at Luxor uh, yeah, because we awesome. uh, we fortunately there was a pit boss there who was a listener to the show and he hooked us up for that trip and I can't say enough about you know Plaza they they had us all in they had a ten dollar table they got as many people as they could uh, just you know had a phenomenal Check out time the sand dollar lounge we did that yeah. was because we. Yeah, we were done with the slot races a little early. So, right. yeah, but we all went in and checked out the Sand Dollar, which was a very cool space. Uh, wasn't any live music going on at the time, but, you know, they do have the video poker at the bar. Uh, and they had some yummy cocktails, if I remember correctly. They did. They did. Somebody was, again, thank you to the listeners. I didn't pay for a single drink uh, that night. Uh, <laughs> somebody bought me a couple more rounds at the Sand Dollar. I was in a great mood. So thank you to the Vegas uh, vacationers who who gently or generously uh got me loopy but it was because yes my <laughs> did so was it slot races 
sand dollar craps is that how that worked or yes. was it straight yes. to the slot uh, uh sand dollar? no it was slot yeah. races sand dollar and then craps got it got it got it got it yeah, God, that, was, that was a great time that was a great night but uh ultimately i i in in what it would have been if this were like a dateline episode I know exactly how the cameras would have made my eyes look to the viewer. <laughs> I saw streaming lights going back and forth. I see. The funny thing is, I'm sure in my head, drunk Tony was, you know, just like a laser straight from the plaza back to the D, getting himself a little bit of food at uh, at Coney Island and then heading back to his room. Oh, you did. I remember you talked about the next day that you like you got a hot dog and, and it was I like did. the best decision you ever made I, to get that hot I, dog before I you went to bed. Bought, uh, there's an old there's a there's a cute little meme that's been floating around on Facebook for for a while now that says something along the lines of when you go on vacation, when you take a road trip, you should be buying snacks in the in the gas station like a fat kid with a hundred dollar bill at a candy store or something along those lines. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did at, uh, at Coney Island. I bought damn near everything off their menu and I took it back to my room and I ate it in the most disgusting fashion <laughs> literally ever. I remember even eating it being like, I'm sure this is not a pretty sight right now. And I thought, thank God, it's but it's necessary. But it was exactly what it was. It's necessary. Exactly what I needed. I guess. So that was so that was Sunday. That was the first night of Vegas Vacation Eleven. Any regrets? Never. Of course not. Not no. yet. <laughs> too early. I don't know why. I knew the answer, the and I'm glad I got it as quick as I did. <laughs> so uh, the next up is Monday, and uh, we did the Arts District bar, bar crawl. We'll settle and, and call it that. Well, thank you. Uh, and Tony lost the bet. I did. It was awesome. It was a it was a bet. I was very glad to pay a couple out. times over <laughs> every <yeah>. single location. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what's funny is a couple of folks made the comment. Bogan was one of them. And I I don't know if it was Ed that said it. Somebody. So Bogan and somebody else said, you know, and maybe it was uh, Tim Lawson from The Better Life. Somebody was, said, you know, I was kind of on the fence about doing the whole yep. like bar crawl thing. But then you guys made a bet out of it, and I thought, well, I mean, if Karen gets free drinks out of Tony losing, <laughs> I've got to show up now. And and I like that is the coolest, and I mean this sincerely. That is the coolest thing ever. Like people are so invested in our throwaway <laughs> joke bet that people are actively trying to be a part of it to, to, to yeah, make me but, lose. But the best part is when I lose, I still win because I get to hang out with all of these amazing human beings. Yeah. It was, I, I will say, I, I said it to you guys in person and I told you I would say it on the podcast. I'll say it right now. <laughs> I loved that bar crawl. Those four different places that we went to were absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And quite frankly, Mark, if you want to try to incorporate something like that in again, never, never will I doubt your genius because that was so much fucking fun. <laughs> and I, you know, I have to say it was, it was Tim for the better life. Cause he told me, I forget he was in the middle of doing something and he kind of looked at his watch going, eh, I don't know. Things are going kind of good here. He's like, Oh no, I have to make sure Karen wins the bet. And, you know, came down for the, uh, the bar crawl. So I, I do want to say number one, thank you to everyone that showed up just to help me win the bet. Um, to your point, Tony, about it being like a throwaway little bet. I don't think it was a throwaway. I think it, at least not for me. I was like, Oh no, we, we played it off. Cause he lost. We'll have more people show up than this. And I know we will. And every time again, you kind of kept moving the line on how many people <laughs> and were we three included in the number or not. 
and it didn't matter at the end of the day because it didn't matter. It didn't, it didn't matter. matter. I, I think I'm being unfairly villainized. I think that I was very fun about the whole situation. You were. But no, 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 you were absolutely. But it, one of the one of the places that I I don't want to uh, skip over was the last. And I don't remember where they were now, but uh, wherever, wherever the last place was that we went was to had a sand Hop shuffleboard nuts, table. Yeah, I think it was Hop Nuts. And it, 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 for folks that aren't familiar, there's there's two different types of shuffleboard. There's the there's the old person shuffleboard where you've got a stick and you push the puck along the the floor and you try to keep it in the little uh, uh, kind of arrow shaped area of, of points and then there's the the more traditional or i should say the, the newer version of shuffleboard which is the table and, and the table you know stands maybe four and a half feet off the uh, you know off the floor and uh, it, you put sand on it and you've got these little round uh play the game buddy. We, we know what it is yeah, not for i know you guys know how to play it for listeners at home i'm trying to help them visualize what i'm talking about here <laughs> there was a a a shuffleboard table and i said to i said to uh to tim lawson hey do you want to make the easiest ten dollars you're ever going to win and he goes i feel like you are uh you're hustling me right now i said i kind <laughs> of got i'm not i just want somebody to to play shuffleboard with and i figured the better life would take a ten dollar bet on that well a couple other folks my buddy matt being specifically one of them <laughs> uh said well i'm in and then Shane, right? Is is it Shane when I'm drunk or Shane when I'm sober? We'll call him Shane for, for the podcast. Tall, tall guy Shane's with the w- incredible tattoos? Yes. Yeah, that's Shane. Cool, 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 cool. Because when I was sober, I had a different name for him. And when I'm sober, <laughs> I was like, oh, I know your real name, but and I'll call you by it now. And uh, so Shane's like, oh, my God, yeah, I got one of these in my basement. Come on, Tim, I'll be your partner. Let's go. And I'm like, well, that's kind of bullshit. I was, I was challenging him to this bet but fine other hangers on want to you know so now you're playing partners. themselves to our game i won the bet 100 <laughs> percent because of matt from maine i literally would have had my ass handed to me by tim lawson but my partner matt was so outstanding at at this game he is the reason that I won. And the cool well, thing is, Matt, uh, or excuse me, uh, uh, Tim paid me my $10 and Shane paid $10. Didn't have to. Shane paid $10 to Matt as well. Aww. So we each made 10 bucks off from it, which was which, so Matt, I, thank you again, brother. I have to admit, though, I, I think that knowing your affinity for the era and age of people that tend to like shuffleboard I am very surprised that Tim would have taken that on as a bet because I kind of would have seen you as a ringer at shuffleboard. Mm-hmm. Like that is right up your alley. Um, I, I am a, I am a better uh, floor shuffleboard player than I am a table <laughs> shuffleboard. Player. I can believe it. Well, and I do. Um, so speaking of the bar crawl, I do have to give a huge shout out to the craft house brewery. Um, our, our friend Katie uh, who works for the Knights. Um, apparently knows the owners, Dave and Wendy, and she got us connected. And so we gave them a heads up that we were coming. This is the only one of the four that we gave them a heads up. We were coming because as we've talked about before, we've had a little bit of an issue, uh, you know, trying to work with properties, places, restaurants, whatever on, Hey, we want to bring a group of folks in because they always want us to put down a credit card and do all this other kind of bullshit. But, um, 
Katie got us connected with the owners of Craft House, Dave and Wendy. Uh, they connected me with their manager, Nick, uh, who was working when we came in. So we kind of gave him a heads up of how many people, you know, what we were looking for. And Nick was Johnny on the spot. He had this, the place ready for us. He was very knowledgeable about the beers, took really good care of everybody. Um, th- this is how, like, when I envision us, especially going to, like, local companies, restaurants, breweries, whatever. This is the kind of thing I want to have happen. I want to give them a heads up. We're coming. So they're prepared. They're staffed. And they just, Nick did a phenomenal job. So want to give a huge shout out to them. Uh, and maybe we can work all that kind of out with other places in the future. But uh, thank you, Katie, for getting us connected. And then, yeah, I think that's more Katie's skill than the market changing. What are you talking about? Well, Kate, no, Katie just got us connected with the owners. Yeah. The owners were the ones that were open to it and said, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Just bring everybody well, in. And, and more so, wasn't Nick the only guy working? Like, yep. didn't yeah. he, he was the entire, he was the bartender. Oh, he was. And, and for all of us. He yeah. gave us the right amount of attention. He knew his stuff. He knew how to, yep. you know, advise folks on, if you like this, try this beer. You know, the food was good. I know a couple people got like food there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, maybe. yeah. So, I mean, it was it was a great experience. Um, a surprising amount of good food on that pub crawl. Yeah. Yeah. Because we ate at um, Nevada Brewing Company, uh-huh. which <laughs> funny. I have to tell a funny story from the Nevada Brewing Company. Um, I my stomach that morning wasn't feeling great. So like the first place that the, what Tony bought me for my drink was a root beer. Uh, so he got off cheap on that one. The The second place we went to, uh, the Nevada Brewing, um, I'm like, oh, they have kombucha. I love that. And Raising Las Vegas was there. And she's a big kombucha fan as well. So we both got the kombucha. And at one point she texted me during the thing. She's like, wow, is it me or is this kombucha like really strong? And I'm like, yeah, it is, but it's growing on me. And then I looked up at the board and... Now, mind you, we can get kombucha in the grocery store, right? It's fermented tea. Not a big deal. It's it's whatever. But you looked up on the board, and this kombucha was 7% alcohol, which was one of the higher ones, even among the beers. Yeah. Now, yeah. mind you, for me, I'm like, 7%, that's pretty good. All right, this is, it's good. It's settling my stomach. I'm feeling better. Raising Las <laughs> Vegas hasn't drank in like... A year and a half, two years. <laughs> and so when she's like, wow, this is really strong. I'm like, oh, yeah. Now I know why she thinks it's really strong. That's awesome. And she was supposed to be driving. So we had to feed her. I think we fed her at Craft House. And, right. uh, you know, she wanted to, uh, the kombucha there was really good, too, which she wanted to try. And I'm like, no, I, I, I think you're you're about done. <laughs> I don't think you, awesome. you can handle any more. <laughs> <That's laughs> but yeah, so that's awesome. lots of alternatives. No, that was, to just that was very cool. I'm, I, I am very, very glad to, uh, to proverbially eat my words and, uh, and pay for my, pay for my, um, bravado that I threw around about. Nobody's going <laughs> to show up to this guys. That was awesome. That was awesome. So after we were done with the, uh, with the bar crawl, we had to split up. We we uh, ended up Ubering down to the Mirage to check in the suite, and then I went over to the Flamingo to check in my parents. But before all that could happen, um, I had uh, we had to pick up the bags at the D. Was it the D? It was at the D. Yeah. So we had mm-hmm. everyone check their bags at the D, um, and then Tony, you took Tony's bag because he was staying right. with us at the Mirage suite, um, and I took Mark's parents, your parents, back with me to the house. Right. Because uh, they did the same trick that you and I do when we do these. I, I've learned now. So we, we have a little carry-on. So we stay, you know, the two nights downtown. I bring the carry-on home. 
when we're picking up the stuff for the cocktail event and I swap out dirty clothes for clean clothes. <laughs> so I'm only, you know, just the one carry on right. and Mark's parents did the same thing. And then Tony came with us to gather everything up. So, um, yeah, we came back to the house, did the El switcheroo, had Tony do the tasting of the cocktails to make sure I had the right blend. There was one that he, he had to tweak. Um, I don't remember which one it was. But, uh, yeah, so then we, we loaded back in, headed back down to the Mirage. At that point, you had checked into the Mirage, mm. and you were back over at Flamingo trying to get your parents checked in, but the line was, like, ungodly long. To which I said, look, I've got a cooler and all this stuff. You have the key to the Mirage room. I need you to come back so yeah. we can get up to the room. Right. Uh, which you did. And then you took your parents over to the Mirage while Tony and I took to everything up Flamingo. to the suite. Uh, yeah, sorry, to the Flamingo. While Tony and I took everything up to the suite, mm. the, the cocktails and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it was the longest check-in line I've ever seen before. It was, like anybody who knows where the check-in area is, um, that, that whole big area, uh, it was filled with people within this little queue. and All the way down. Way down the, yeah, it was, it was a ways down. Uh, and we were worried. I was worried you weren't going to make it back to the meet and greet. And by this point, we hadn't had dinner yet. And we knew we needed to eat because we had done the bar crawl oh, Jesus, and needed to have something, some, excuse me, food in our stomach before right. having more drinks. So, but it all worked out. Yeah. In the end, in the end that I think was the real issue is they, first of all, they had, um, it was a, obviously like some big convention kind of a thing. And, um, uh, Which I don't think of Flamingo for a convention. Like, that just sounds wrong. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where it would be. I think that'd be kind of cool. We had a reception at the Flamingo. Oh, that'd be awesome. Where? I don't know. Plus, honestly, I'm it's not all, eating. This is all the I know, land that's built, but built the, but my the, head. But the, the wrong side of that is I don't want a reception at the Flamingo because then the Flamingo will pe- be providing some type of food, whether it's appetizer oh, or something. Right. <laughs> which you don't want. It's just not. That's not good. Bugsy and Myers excluded. Right. Mm. <laughs> but any other food at the Flamingo is a no. No, 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 no. Hard so, no. yeah, it was it was that there was a huge influx of new people, and they were, everybody was doing the terminals. They didn't have a traditional. The, the kiosk. Yeah, and it just confused people because there'd be people standing, waiting as there's an open area, and they're waiting for someone to direct them. And it's like, that's why it's like the line would get backed up because... They're just sitting there waiting for someone to tell them to go do something. Oh, to go up geez. to a kiosk? Yeah. Oh, for, for crying out loud. Oh, that's yeah, too I, I went, who, I, who is it in today's environments that you don't know to go to an open kiosk? I don't know. But I mean, that that honestly was part of it. Because when I got close enough to see all the machines they had in there, I saw how many were uh, whatever. Open. There you go. Thank you. That's right. The only thing I can contribute before we move on to the next bullet point was simply to say, I'm. It was disappointing. The so room we Karen and I ordered room service, and they use now the upside to room service is they go through a place called the pantry, which yes. is in and of themselves, I, I would imagine a, a, a pretty decent, tasty yeah, restaurant fine. option. Yeah. But they uh, they could not have screwed up our orders more, and I and 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 I. I, I blame them because I'm the guy who placed the order. Right. So case in point, things like I said, I'd like to order, and I'm, I'm making this up, but let's just say I, I ordered a, a ham and cheese uh, with mayo on the side, right? Well, they thought that when I said mayo on the side, I wanted an additional container of mayo on the side. 
So they put mayo both on the sandwich and then brought us and then, yeah. a cup of mayo. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I, mayo. I, it, for me, when I say mayo on the side or when most human beings order something and say, well, I want the mayo on the side. Means, that doesn't mean I want it on there plus yeah. this additional. So had I known what I know now, I would simply have said I don't want mayo on it, oh. period, right? Like I just – I thought it was easier just to say put the mayo on the side. Yeah. Um, but the, also the food was also only mediocre. Now what's interesting is – Mark, and I'm, I'm skipping ahead, but it's not all that important to the, to the trip report. Mark, you and I met the next morning. And we ate at a restaurant that shared the same kitchen. Right, yeah. That is the, the so the, so the kitchen's in the middle, the pantry's on one side of the kitchen. The, whatever restaurant you and I ate at for breakfast was on the other side of the kitchen with it with the, its own restaurant right, right. name and menu. And they did great. I mean, it was just it was it was a really nice breakfast. So I don't know if something gets lost in translation from the kitchen up to the hotel room. Or or what? But it was I was, I thought it was good. But I didn't I didn't think our 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 room service food was all that stellar. Quite honestly. Oh, very not stellar. No, I, I it, they fucked up enough that I didn't even eat what they brought me. I'm like, <laughs> nope, yeah, never mind. And that bugged me. And I tried to hide it. I tried to like scrape everything off before you got there and put <laughs> yes, it back together. Yes, she did. And I'm like, and no. he and he was Mark was like, was there mail on this? Yeah, I took one I'm like, bite. Holy I'm like, shit, mm. dude. Well, like not only mayo, he's like, there was like green stuff. Was there avocado on this too? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yes, there was. So yeah, the pantry sucked while we were there. I mean, when when we were in person. Um, the breakfast, I mean, we only went there for breakfast. Right, it was fine. And it, it was fine. I mean, it was a good breakfast, although the service sucked. Oh yeah, we had to chase that guy down. Oh, trying to get oh, the Oh, did check. you guys go the next morning then? Wednesday yeah. morning? Yep, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's too bad. We Our guy was Johnny on the spot. Yeah. No, not our not fella. Ours. He was. Uh, That's too bad. That's not, too bad. Not Johnny I, I, in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So moving on. So we have another. We have the family meet and greet this night. Yeah, at six p.m. Three sixty Vegas family meet and greet at the Mirage Center Bar, featuring Vital Vegas, Las Vegas Gal, The Better Life, Pennies for Life, Chef Demoni, Travel Zork, and Vegas Confessions. Uh, we. All, I, I do want to give a shout out. That also. Um, Vegas introvert was there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he was hiding. In he was one of the, he was one of the first ones that I, when we were doing this, I'm like, Hey, not sure if this is your thing, but would you like to be a part of this? To which he subtly replied, um, Vegas introvert, big old meet and greet. Yeah. <laughs> not really thinking so, <laughs> but he was there. He did pop over and say hi, which made me so yeah, happy. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then also, there's another Vegas uh, slots vlogger, Cinnamon Girl. She was Cinnamon there. Cinnamon Girl, that's right. Yes, she was. She was there, too. Sure. So we had a couple others pop in. Uh, Bobby G's, for anybody that's on Twitter, uh, he is a Uber, well, used to be, a, I think, a cab driver. Now he's like an Uber driver around town. He was there as well. Nice. So super awesome to meet him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for everybody that, that came out and joined us. Like I said, for at least for me, the the biggest part of this is trying to introduce folks that listen to our show that love Vegas to other folks that have a Vegas yeah, yeah. view perspective, whatever it may be. Because that's why I appreciate whenever somebody says something like, "Oh, you got to check this out," because they're like, "You don't know. I, I may have not missed this. Maybe this is something great. Maybe yeah. it's something I'm going to hate, but I, I'd rather you tell me something about it. I'll take a look and then I'll figure out if it's for me." And again, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can learn about, enjoy 
you know, take advantage of Vegas and everybody yeah. has a slightly different take. So again, our take might not be your cup of tea and that's fine. So I would, lo- I just love when we can introduce, you know, cross subscribers. Yeah, it never even occurred kind of to me that we had never had a, we'd never featured a vlogger. Right. That was, mentioned it. that was part of the reason why this, this year I was like, wait, we need a vlogger. Like we don't, we don't do the vlogging. Yeah. And, most well, you know why? Like, I don't like people do it better than I, I would be able to do it. Oh, yeah. That's no, why I don't like doing it. Absolutely. I mean, it takes honestly, it takes a lot of work and effort to put yeah. those together. And not that the show doesn't take work and effort, but it's a whole nother thing when you're doing the it's vlogs. Yeah. 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 So amount of work. I, I just I know that especially like the slot vlogging and then people actually seeing Vegas and around town and all that kind of stuff. I, I wanted to make sure we, we had that included in this this whole group so i was really excited for you know the the new set of folks we could get in yeah we had a blast uh before we hang on real quick before we leave the uh, mirage center bar can i give a shout out to somebody who i don't know even a week and a half later is still holding a special place in my heart (laughs) there was a young guy by the name of jerry who was there and he brought his friend v and i'm calling her v because he he does send in a uh he does send in a a, a, some listener feedback and he refers to her as v so i will protect the innocent but uh (laughs) jerry thank you brother for coming out man you were so much fun and it was so fun to get to hang out with you and in your friend v obviously v had a wonderful time and that is exactly what we want that is exactly what we want from people who come out to a vegas vacation event but he was so nice and so kind and so just he 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 was just wonderful and i and 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 i don't want to tip too much away because he does send in a letter but it sounds like and i and i hope this to be the case we're going to get to spend some more time with him in in future vegas vacations honestly jerry is so adorable and then when i realized basically we we could have a kid his age which (laughs) no the the funny and I, i say this because the funny thing for me is i think of most of our listeners as being and most of them are i think our age or slightly older like that, that just seems to be, you know, who gravitates to us. And the fact that like, literally he's as old as we've been married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm like, wow. Okay. So apparently we, we resonate with younger people too, which gives me hope that we're <laughs> not these old aging, get off my lawn, funny <laughs> right. kind of people. Um, but yeah, yeah. so I, I think I've decided that at some point we may have to just adopt Jerry. Like he's just Done. so cute. That'd he's adorable. Right. I just love him. He, so, was, he was a very, very nice young man. And, was, and again, was a- he, he was very generous. He made sure he bought all of us drinks. Yes, he um, did. he had some really kind words to say to you, Mark. Uh, so I just, yeah. Thank you, Jerry, for coming out. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Again, love meeting new people. Yes, please. Let us know next time you're back in town. And he lives in, like, Southern California, so this is an easy, like, little drop out here for him. Oh, yeah. We could totally hang out, dude. We would totally do that. (laughs) Fourth of July, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, let's move on. Next one. Group gaming. Yeah, we we didn't have much of it, did we? I no, did, I no, didn't leave some, the bar. I think some folks did. I think some folks did, but yeah. we we wound the three of us ended up spending damn. I, I mean, you can't close down a bar in Vegas per se, in a, in a casino, let's say. But we we were there until the bitter end. Like we were one of the last few folks to to take off, and oh, and it was right. fun. I I did, and and uh, Josh sends an email, so we'll we'll get to it later. I don't want to spoil his email, but uh, I I did try. I did try some uh, some bubble craps, and, and it did not go well for me. <laughs> I honestly did not gamble at all. Wow. After that, like, I left the bar and went upstairs. No, smart. I, I was, I was mm-hmm. just sort of like, all right, smart. I'm done. I don't know that I ate anything, which is probably not a good idea. Right, usually not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I was just 
having fun chatting and talking with everybody and I was good. Now, did we do something else? Because I feel like we went to other casinos to try and find gaming, but I can't remember if we were successful. No, sir. Mm-mm. So let me tell you, here's, I'm going to let you guys in a little, well, Karen in particular, based on your comment about not eating, I'm going to let you guys <laughs> in a little secret. So here's what happened. After I went and played some bubble craps with Josh, uh, Mark, you and I called in a night. Okay. So we went back to our suite. You went into your respective uh, bedroom. I went into my respective bedroom. And all of a sudden, I got a little, there was a little rumbly in the tumbly, like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of hungered. Uh-oh. So I go back out to the, like, shared living room area. And, brother, I look at your sandwich that you did not eat. <laughs> no, you <laughs> and didn't. I, and I was like, I'm sure he is not going to eat this. <laughs> and I proceeded to literally inhale a half of your sandwich. And see. Like it, like the, it was going out of style. Like someone was taking it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, for a minute, I, I was like a whole food safety issue thing there. But considering we just got it then you were probably safe. So, okay, better yeah, better fine, to have it fine. not go to waste. I did I notice like, that the next morning that like half of it was gone because the lid was off of the, the container and half the sandwich was gone. And I'm like, I don't remember Mark eating that, but okay. That's awesome. I was like, I, but I even said to myself, oh, Karen will just assume that Mark came back to the room and ate some of it. She, nobody will quite, and Mark will probably assume that Karen came back and snacked on it. So no <laughs> one's going to be none the wiser that I'm eating Mark's sandwich. <laughs> Uh, trust me, we've shared food before, so it wouldn't bother me one way or the other. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but Karen, you apparently did not stay out too much longer after Mark and I went back to the room. Oh, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure I was back to the room before you guys were. Really? No. No? Okay, well, I was just downstairs drinking, and then I went back up the room once. Yes, sleep, so. there you go. There yeah. you go. I would I'd buy that. <laughs> That's all it was. All right, next up was Tuesday. Yes, 8 a.m., the uh, often talked about but never seen in real life. I've seen it. Tony I and I have seen it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm just saying it's something I haven't seen. <laughs> Which, much like much like seeing uh, pictures of Bigfoot, yes. I've seen pictures of the Vegas uh, 360 ex- exercise experience. Right. Don't know that it's real, but I've seen pictures. <laughs> well, and I actually, I feel really bad for uh, our dear friend at Raising Las Vegas who put this together because a week or so before she was reaching out to everyone who had RSVP'd for it saying, all right, we're going to need more than one vehicle. You know, is anyone running a car? How can we get all this done? And they had a grand total of three people, including, including her. Including her, right? Yes, including wow. her. So, but um, from the photos I saw, uh, Christina and Todd and... Ed had a fantastic time. They Todd and Ed got to see some beautiful canyons and scenery and stuff that, you know, without Christina as a guide, I think would have been very hard for a non-local to find. So thank you as always, Christina, for putting that together. Um, thank you for your patience with understanding it's Vegas. Maybe we keep yeah. people out a little too late. Right. And they don't necessarily show up at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday. But. <laughs> Everyone has the best of intentions when they're sitting in their home. Right. right. Yes. Totally sober. Right. Thinking, yeah, that would be a blast. I'd love to go see that. And then it just it doesn't happen. But well, uh, no, she, that's that's good. But, but that's who Christine is. She, she would do it for one or 100 people. That's she, true. She, she would not yeah. care. That's true. Well, and it's funny because she had a lot of people when they were signing up for the exercise experience saying, hey, I just need to make sure. I'm back in time for the cocktail event. Right. 
Yeah, I don't. Both and both both Todd and Ed were at the cocktail yeah. event, yeah. so yeah. they made it back in plenty of time. Plenty yeah. of time. So just for future planners, yes, you can do both. Just remember to pace yourself the night before, so you can actually right. show up and see these beautiful either a scenic run or scenic hike or whatever it is Christina has set up for you guys. Yeah. So definitely just saying. Absolutely. 1 PM. We had the 360 Vegas cocktails featuring Tony and Karen. Uh, I didn't stick around very long for that because as I have talked about on the show, sometimes I have issues and I happen to be having space issues. You got a little anxious at that and you were like, you know what? I'm out, which is totally cool. It's like, yep, I I got a step. I mean, everybody was cool about it. Uh, I, I wasn't part of the presentation anyway, but, um, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, it's time for me to go now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, Tony, you want to kind of lead off with this one? Uh, sure. Sure. I mean, listen, I, I will lead off by saying right now what I said at the lead off of, of the actual 360 Vegas, uh, cocktail event, which is to say these drinks were put together together by Karen. Really and truly, I gave her the recipe. I told her the proportions of what everything should be. But at the end of the day, the drink that you are going to enjoy, and I do mean enjoy, uh, was done exclusively at the hands of Karen. So, Karen, I, I will say on the podcast what I said to the 14 people in the room together. Thank you for everything that you did. You, you ex- absolutely knocked it out of the ballpark. It was excellent. Um, and I think everybody had a wonderful time. Uh, it, it was a good time. It was fun. It was, you know... Um, uh, a fellow by the name of Jason showed up with his wife from uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the wife was like, "Listen, I just, I just wanted to make sure y'all weren't going to kill my husband. Now I'm getting the <laughs> fuck out of here." Like it was, she was, it was so fun. It was well, that, so fun. That, that was, yeah, that was funny when she showed up because I, it was one of the things you're like, "Oh, she's tagging along. All right, cool. Come on up. You're more than everyone's welcome. It's all good." And you could tell she was just like. I just need to see what this is. Right. Right. If this is, and this was their first Vegas vacation. Yes. And I think their first event at it period. Yes. They'd arrived earlier that day. Okay. So, so they literally had dumped their, their bags and hightailed it to the Mirage to come to this event. Oh, Oh, I hope they were staying at the Mirage. No, they were staying at Cosmo. I think. Um, I can't ever begrudge somebody staying at Cosmo. Right. But they, and I know they were there because uh, his, his daughter wasn't her 21st Mm -hmm. birthday. Yep. Yep. 21st. Yep. Well, technically I think her birthday was back in like March, March or April, but they, they saved it, which, Hey, anybody who wants to win their way into our hearts, (laughs) save a memorable event for a Vegas vacation. Be like, listen, right. we could celebrate right now or we could wait until Vegas vacation and do it then. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what they did. So he brought, Jason brought his wife, uh, his girlfriend and, and, or sorry. Whoa, that is not true <laughs> yeah, at all. No. Shit. No, sorry. No. Sorry, Jason. Let <laughs> not, me try not one more wife time. and girlfriend, he wife and daughter. He brought his wife, <laughs> his daughter and the boyfriend full of the daughter. And his uh, son. Who? And his son. Wasn't his son there too? <laughs> I don't no. know. I don't uh, think so. I'm pretty sure if he was, was, I didn't meet him. No, sure I don't think you met him because he's he's under 21. But oh, I, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him talking That's about possible. his son That's like possible. eating everything out of the mini bar just because it was there. Um, That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I, anyway, long story short, it was a, it was, the 360 Vegas vacation uh, cocktail experience was was as amazing this year as it was last year. We just nice. we had a good time. We ended up having four, excuse me, three cocktails and then Karen had put together her amazing uh pineapple vodka. And I got to say, and this is really where I want to spend most of the time chatting, which is simply to state, Karen, I loved what you did. 
Okay. You You're welcome. ended up putting together a week one, a week two, and a week three. So so for listeners at home, what this really realistically means is Karen went out and she bought three fifths. Like three uh, no, one I bought, and fifth bottles. I bought no? one really no, I bought one way? really big bottle. And then I bought one I guess you'd call it a fifth. And the big bottle I did for the three week version. And the fifth sure. I split up between the two week and the one week. Fair enough. So, so, so slightly semantics, but the point was to say <laughs> for folks who showed up to this event, they got to try this vodka after it had had pineapple resting in it for one week. And then they got to try a different vodka, which I mean, same, same, same brand same, of vodka, same vodka, just a yeah. different vodka. Yep. That had had uh, pineapple resting in it for two weeks. And then you got the real, like the actual drink itself that she wanted to highlight, which was, uh, vodka, citron vodka that had had pineapple resting in it for three weeks. Yes. And what was funny about it was because we let people try week one and then week two, and then ultimately week three, people said that they didn't really notice any sort of appreciable difference between week one and week two. But then actually most of week, them, for, most of them said they thought week two was harsher, which they did. Surprised they did me. Which just blows my mind. I, I agreed with them, by the way, I agreed with them. I thought week <laughs> one was, was the smoother of the two, but in, 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 in it kind of stepped on my, 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 my glory oh, I'm so shot sorry. here, I'm which so was sorry. to say that from week two to week three was exponentially more delicious. And I even heard somebody say, I did not expect it to be this good mm -hmm. with just one additional week of the pineapple resting in the citron uh, vodka. That was, it was, it was amazing and so much fun to get to taste our way through a week versus two weeks versus three full weeks of the pineapple sitting in the vodka, which kudos, Karen, I, you know, for me, that was a lot of fun. Cause even when I, when we were talking about doing this and said, Oh yeah, just have this at the end. I'm like, Oh no, no, I got to do a progression because I have tried to like shortcut this <laughs> and, and do it just for two weeks. I've tried pureeing the, the pineapple to, you know, get more surface area. So it bled, you, you, it, you have to just let time, you know, work its course and do its magic. And so that for me was a lot of fun. Like I wanted people to, to taste the difference. I was surprised that so many people thought that week two was the harshest of the three that surprised me, but hmm. it all ultimately led, like you were saying for week three to be, holy shit, this is amazing. Cause it really yeah. is. It's so smooth. Yeah. It's so delicious. It goes down so fast. Yeah. yeah. It's a little deadly, but it's good. That's yeah. right. True. That's right. But anyway, so we had a good time. We, we, we literally, we were, we were, I was hand to God. I was just, I was escorting people out of the room because we had to get everybody out because we have the next step on our, uh, our on our itinerary. Yes, yeah, cigars at Davidoff at Fashion Show Mall, three thirty is when we met up there. That was fun. I didn't know what to expect from that because it looks like it's such a tiny little spot, and um, but they man, it, they do the pictures made it look like it was a a big decent room. Like you, you had room for a lot of people in there. Um, I mean, I thought it was like a little kiosk. So the fact that you saw people sitting around a bar, I was like, okay, apparently I don't really know where this is. Yeah, it's it's in with the kiosks, the outdoor ones. Yeah, it, but yeah. I don't see how there's that much space. But right. it, it was, beautifully, it de welcome to Vegas. Beautifully deceptive. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's true. It was it was a it was a very good time, and that was where I really got to spend some more time 
truly sitting down talking to Tim Kennedy, talking to Jason from Chattanooga. That's where I got to meet his um, his daughter. I got to meet her boyfriend. As a matter of fact, the, the poor boyfriend uh, made mention to me in passing that he was a uh, and I'm probably giving out a little bit too much uh, personal information here, but he, he works for a, a Mazda Very Mazda good. Buick car dealership down in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. And I and and both my wife and I happen to be Mazda vehicle owners. And I mean, we just immediately connected and I'm talking about the car that I purchased and, or, and why I got it and what I love about it. And it was it was fascinating because he said, you know, like I I'm in Boca Raton. People aren't coming to buy from me for the Mazdas. They want the Buicks because they're 80 year old people. <laughs> it's such a it's such a weird experience because I'm I'm selling Mazdas, which are for perhaps, say, younger folk. And you've got the bureau, which is for much older folk. He said, so I run the gamut of of who my clientele base is. He goes, and I never really know ultimately when they walk through my door, who's going to fall into which camp. Because to a small extent, younger people want the older cars because it's a it's a it's a is a status symbol to say you're driving a buick and the older folk want the younger cars because they they don't want to feel like they're old men driving beer it was just it was a <laughs> really really fun experience and, and had a really good time did you um did you tell him yeah. that mark has a 15 year old mazda uh that did not come up but oh. i also didn't remember that yeah, see really mark should have gotten into that conversation that's yeah. true that's yeah. true that's true i mean let me get to be clear, this poor guy was like, dude, I'm on vacation. Why the fuck are you talking to work with me right now? <laughs> right. But, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But it was a, yeah, I then, missed out on then, that one completely because all the finally cigars. finally a little bit of group gaming. Sorry, oh, Tony, Tony transitioned into that and I, st- I stepped on it. That's all right. I don't really care. <laughs> well, we, we moved over to TI. We wanted to try a little bit of gambling and we wanted to try to TI. Um, and you've, uh, I, I believe it was you, sir, that encountered the table minimum scam. So yes, mm-hmm. that is a true story. Gather around when, kids. Grandpa's going to tell a story. Yep. <laughs> and it's, it's a relatively short story, but it's still a, a table minimum scam. Nonetheless. Uh, I was walking through with, uh, Phil, uh, and we noticed that the craps table was at $10. So I said, well, come on, Phil, for 10 bucks, we, let's, let's play this, right? So I don't know whether Phil specifically stepped up, but I stepped up and, uh, and somebody else came up to, to the table. And once a couple of us, two, three of us-ish stepped up to the table, it wound up putting the table at somewhere right around the, let's just say, eight person marker, right? There was four on one side of the croupier and four on the other. And all of a sudden, bam, they clicked it up to $15. It went from 10 to $15. And as Bogan, you guys all got you know, there. As we were getting there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bo was like, well, hang on. I like, I like I was standing here and I wanted to buy in, but I didn't want to buy in during like the shooter's roll. And it was 10, but now it's at 15. And, and you know, somewhat sarcastically, the, the, uh, a little uh, table manager person sitting in that little chair there goes, well, there are more people at the table now. And he goes, but I was just waiting. And she goes, I, I will let anybody in at $10 that wants to get in at $10. Right. So, so, so for the folks that of us that wanted to be there at the table and yeah. wanted to play $10, we were able to get in and play $10, but I'm like, what fucking bullshit, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we only came to this table because it was because $10 it was and because we come to the table because it's $10, you think you can ratchet it up to 15? It was, 
I that was that was some real bullshit, Ti. Some real bullshit. Yeah, that was shady. I mean, at least at least they let everybody buy in that wanted to attend. Right. Yeah, I thought that was classic. So for sure, I'll give them credit for that. But yeah, no, just the That's fact true. that you all got there and then they jacked it up. It's like, what? Come on, this is the, your your table was doing nothing until yeah, you saw it was ten dollars, and, and then hey, know, we're here. Was, like I know like, that. Um, like I said, I think it was Tim Kennedy that was to the left of me. I know that uh, uh, Spencer from Louisville and his buddy saddled up to the table. I know Bogan was there. I apologize if there are other listeners that are there. That, but but and the reason I can't totally remember is because there were other non-360 Vegas vacationers who were already at the table when we kind of came in. So everybody's, you know, kind of sliding into the table, finding an open spot where there was an open spot to be had. Um, But, oh, that was, that was, oh, just thinking about it again just riles me up. Yeah. (laughs) The only notes I wanted to make sure that I hit is that, I said it earlier, that this is the worst gambling trip I've ever had. I would like to attribute it to the fact that this is the first time I've not worn Jordans on a Vegas vacation. Because I left them at home. <laughs> that was so funny. And I remember you, when we were coming back to get the stuff for the cocktail event and switch out, you know, clothes and luggage, um, like the night before you're like, oh, hey, don't don't forget my, or you can grab me my pair of Jordans. And the funny thing was, you're like, you can grab my 11s because it's 360 Vegas Vacation 11. And I'm like, sure. And I remember thinking, I don't know which ones are the 11s. <laughs> Even though you described them to me, I'm like, I'm not. I'm going to be like taking a video, you know, FaceTiming with you in the closet. I would show going, you which, which pair. ones they were. Um, but literally, as I was texting you that, okay, we're, we're leaving the house. You're like, don't forget my Jordans. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, it's too late. Yeah. We were like, oh, we were on the way. I'm not sabotaging you. You, I asked you, is there anything else you need? As I was I heading back. I already requested that. I didn't okay, the I day before. Requested again. Uh, yes, yes, you do. With everything else that I had to do, gotcha. forgive me if I forgot your your shoes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you're literally texting me as we're getting ready to hop on to Summerlin Parkway. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going back. Not, not doing that. You'll just have to deal with it. Well, uh, we but you tested, but it. no, but then you tested the theory the other day. Once uh, you went and we were gambling locally, you're like, I'm pretty sure the reason I'm losing because I haven't been wearing Jordans. And you wore your Jordans and your luck did not change. So no, it wasn't no. the shoes. <laughs> it wasn't the shoes. Darren, I had some juju going for me and I lost it. That's is all I'm saying. I'm looking in places all over. I, we'll see where I find fault. it. Not I will fault. find it. Not my fault. That's awesome. Yeah. And the only <laughs> other thing is we've already had people asking, when's the next 360 Vegas vacation? We don't, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, it, it took us a while to even lock down this one. Um, you know, it was easy before when we knew we did them twice a year. We, I don't think we want to go back to twice a year. Not yet. Uh, so we don't know. Will we have a 12... Yes. Is it probably going to be next year? Yes. Also, yes. Um, When? Probably even around the time we've been doing them, because there seems to be a special magic to it. Well, and I've had people ask for other times. Really? Yeah, I've had people ask for, like, October timeline. I've had people ask for, you know, just different times of the year. So, I don't know. Somebody even asked for it to be, like, around Christmas which I, th- I thought was interesting. Um, it would be interesting how many people we could really the, de- the degenerates will show up right. with no awesome. ones that ha- don't have any kids or whatever grandkids oh, oh, yeah. to go, go see. But um, yeah. yeah, we will have another one. It's just too, and we, I did have <laughs> funniest conversations. We're sitting at the, the cocktail event and our dear friend uh, at drinking in the Northwest, Donnie, and his beautiful wife, Angel were there and Donnie, you know, kind of pulled me over and he's like, okay, what, are you doing this again next year? And I said, well, yeah. 
He's like, okay, when? I'm like, well, we don't know yet. He's like, okay, if you could decide in December, that would be great for me because that's when I put in for my vacation time for the next year. To which his amazing wife looked at him and said, yes, Donnie, because all of this revolves around when it's convenient for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Which is part of the reason why I love our friends that we've met through this because they're just like us. I think it's easy to say, Donnie, we will will have a a hard uh, date set by... Uh, by the end of the year. Really? Well, you're, I think. you're more ambitious than I was because we didn't decide on this one until what, three three months, four months out? I don't remember. So, no, it was this year. So, that's ambitious of you to say that. Mark time. and I have already had uh, text conversations about the next one. So, I can tell oh, you that wow. the wheels are in motion. Right. So, uh, it is TBD where it will be, although I can tell you this much, it won't be as far north as Mirage right. was. So, it will either be mid strip, think. Bally's or it will be South Strip think Mandalay Bay uh, again just just Ooh. geographically not literally at those places just well not not necessarily Bally's won't it be Horseshoe by then oh yes fair Should point be. yes fair point <laughs> um, th- my last note is simply to say that uh, after I said goodbye to everybody uh, at the, at TI because uh, because I had a 6 a.m. Vegas time flight yeah. the next morning so I knew that my night had to be relatively short to begin with. Um, but partially that was just my own doing because what I didn't want to do was get out of control, stay up until two o'clock in the morning and then try to drag my ass out of bed, especially <laughs> after I overslept my Vegas Vickies at Circa, right. you know, experience. If right. anything that scared the, the, the living shit out of me. So I went and had uh, dinner, uh, for the first time, ever, not, not that dinner is my first time ever, but for the first time ever, I ate at, uh, Tom Colicchio's heritage for oh, I didn't dinner. Know that was your first time. That's right. It was. It was. I sat at the bar. Um, I was, although I thought the food was good. You said it, you it was, said it was overly salty. I remember. It you, was very salty. Yeah. It was very salty. Um, I more than anything, what what disappointed me about my experience was, believe it or not, the service. For sitting at a bar, and that's part of the reason why I'm such a big fan of sitting at the bar, is because you, you're you right there. You're right in front of the bartender. Um, this guy wasn't terribly attentive. Uh, it, I got the impression that there were other folk that either were perhaps more uh, regulars for him, or at least that's kind of... He, he, or he high rollers to them. or folks that he knew or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I feel like I may have gotten a little bit of short shrift uh, to more um, "quote unquote" regulars that, that come in, which is which. Well, I, listen, I get it. I get. I I have. I am a regular at many a place in here in the Mid Michigan area, um, but I I never really felt. I don't want to say ostracized. That's that's too big of a word. But I I don't feel as though he was as attentive to me because he had his "quote unquote" regulars. So outside of the service, the food was was certainly tasty. I don't know if you guys ended up eating it or throwing it out, but I I left it in the refrigerator for you at least to try and experience. <laughs> I trust me, I thoroughly enjoyed those leftovers. So thank you very much for that. Nice. Did you really? Nice. Awesome. Of course I did. Are you did. lying to me? No, I'm not lying to you. Good. I'm glad you did. No, I t- I'm glad you did. Tom Colicchio, he's one of my my favorites yeah. for so many reasons. Um, I'm not saying I wouldn't go back, but I'm glad that I can at least check that off the list because if that doesn't make the transition between or from Mirage to Hard right. Rack, I'm, I'm glad I can at least say I experienced it. Yes. All right. Well, listen, I think that's going to do it for episode number 406. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. 
If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. We do that at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360Vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360Vegas Karen. He just told you how you can find me. So until then. (laughs) 